Hey there, this is Coach Bismarck from Haven Gym, located in Elizabeth, New Jersey, a personal training and nutrition coaching facility where we help transform bodies and lives through fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm also the host of this podcast, which I hope will help you and others in the marketplace and our community transform their bodies and lives too. So let's get down to the topic. What will we be discussing today? Today's episode on the Transform Your Body, Transform Your Life show is going to be the following. It's been about six years since I started helping people transform their bodies and their lives. And I've been doing that through Haven Gym, a coaching facility here located in Elizabeth, New Jersey, as the intro says. And one of the ways that we've done that is through nutrition coaching and through lifestyle modifications. Now, I'm going to tell you a story of Monica. And Monica was someone who came to me in the earlier days of my of my career and she was no stranger to having dieted. She was no stranger to personal training. And she was no stranger to the weight loss industry in general. Monica's issue, though, was that she told me, yes, she was looking to lose weight again, like she had done multiple times before. And she was looking to work with a trainer again, as she has done multiple times before reaching out to me. And this might have been her third or fourth attempt of losing weight uh, by say, starving herself and dropping the pounds that she wanted to, to them being satisfied momentarily, and then to giving up the the, the the diet that she was on to then go back up in weight. And she's been on this vicious cycle for years. I think close. I think it was close to a decade when she was relating to me her story. And anyways, I had a challenge here because I understood that Monica was expressing to me, hey, coach, I'm coming to you not because I want to lose the weight again, but I'm coming to you because I want to lose the weight and keep it off. How do we do that? And I felt challenged. I felt as if I had a project in front of me that was super important because it's easy to help somebody lose, say, 10 to 20 pounds within the first couple of, first couple of months, but it's harder, much more harder for someone to go ahead and to keep the weight off. I'm going to tell you exactly what we did so that we can we were able to go ahead and not just have her look the way that she wanted by losing 15 pounds within the next couple of three months, um, by dropping her body fat percentage by 10 to 12 percent, um, by having her friends asking her at brunches, hey, how are you having this burger and drinking with us? And you look amazing. And in the podcast, since this is audio, but on my social media, you could see, um, say, the, the before and after photos. Um, to get an idea, 10 to 15 pounds, 12% body fat percentage change is a very, very significant amount of change. And she went from having her belly, having her pouch, feeling low energy, looking just as your regular stay-at-home mom who hasn't been working out, right? To And I remember seeing her years after we had, um, we had stopped uh, working together because she moved to a different state, to still maintaining the results of looking athletic, tone, fit, feeling healthy, and as she put it, um, loving her diet because she gets to eat burgers. <laughs> and so I'm going to describe to you exactly what we did. But let me give you a little bit further context. Why was this such a challenge? Why is it such a challenge in general for us to lose weight and keep it off? Well, there is a startling statistic. And I believe it's from it's an, it's from an American Journal of Nutrition. I forget the exact one. Um, but 80 to 85% of people do not keep the weight that they lose off in the long term. They've done a study 
of the Biggest Loser contestants about, I think, a decade later after they had appeared on the show. And a lot of them gained back the weight, if not more. And why is that? Well, The Biggest Loser is an extreme example of fad dieting. And dieting in and of itself is not the problem, right? I don't want you to understand or feel mistaken that, oh, dieting doesn't work and I shouldn't even try because I'm just going to put back the weight on. That's not true. What is true is you will go ahead and say, gain back the weight if you do it the wrong way, if you do it by fad dieting. Because dieting really, what is it? Dieting is the practice of eating food in a regulated regulated way to decrease, maintain, or increase your body weight, or even to prevent and treat diseases such as uh, diabetes and obesity when used as a medical intervention. Now, that being said, dieting in and of itself works because you do lose weight once you eat less calories and you clean up your food habits. Um, But most people don't go ahead and just simply clean up their food habits. They do some form of extreme trendy diet that's out there, say it's the blood type diet, where they go ahead and for a short amount of time, they'll go ahead and stick to some food restrictions that are unsustainable. And yes, it'll help them lose 15 to 20 pounds within their first six weeks, three months even. But look back at them six months later, a year later, because they had no exit strategy, because the food restrictions were so unsustainable and extreme, and because they didn't see themselves actually adhering to the nutritional protocol for the rest of their life, really, then they gained back the weight plus more. And these diets, uh, they're popular. Uh, They're generally done for a short period of time, and they're similar to fads in fashion without being a standard dietary recommendation, and they often make a lot of pseudoscientific or unreasonable claims for fast weight loss or health improvements. At burst, they offer novelty and short-term results. You get to do something different, out of your norm. It's exciting to see the pounds drop very fast, but because there's less effort to change deep-seated habits of the way that we feed ourselves and our relationship to the food and the way that we allow ourselves some freedom and, say, some some grace for when we're not 100% on, on point with our nutrition, then what ends up happening is that, at best, you you lose some weight, but you typically gain it all back. And at worst, these type of fad diets can even kill you. There was an influencer in the news a couple of months ago who did the water diet. I think it was the the water diet or some sort of plant-based diet. And they did that for like a month. And they were making a point about it in their social media. They were promoting it every single day. I think they were even selling some sort of product or course or supplement, something. They, They were making some money off of this promotion of it. And it turns out that she died. She died due to cause of that being malnutrition. And imagine all the people, you know, God rest her soul. But imagine all the people receiving that horrible advice. What were they suffering for? For not much, really. Uh, well, for very much, but I don't think the, 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 the juice was worth the squeeze. I think they were getting, uh, they might have seen some results in the, in, the, in, in the sense of, okay, I lost some weight. I'm happy and I did it very fast only to gain it all back in the best situation, circumstances, or in the worst case, wrecking their health and having to go see a doctor because, well, they're malnourished. Well, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do a fad diet because fad diets, those are the ones that don't work for the long term. And though, and that isn't to say the fad diets don't have some use. We do some sort of protocols from intermittent fasting, from keto, from paleo for our clients, but we don't make that 
the center of our nutrition protocol and nutrition coaching with them. Instead, what we do is we take some techniques that are useful and helpful, but we consider them in the wider context of the individual and especially the individual's lifestyle. Because what we teach our clients to do isn't necessarily to diet per se, but it's more to design and create a lifestyle where they can feel themselves still enjoying their favorite food, still going on a date with their partner, still going to weddings and having, say, some cookies at night when they're watching Netflix with a, with a, with their family, and allowing them to still live life, develop a healthy relationship with their food intake while still seeing the pounds drop. And the con of that might be, it might be a little bit slower at times, depending on what the client is willing to give up in the short term. Um, But the pro is that it's sustainable. And whatever pounds a person loses, they end up losing that weight and keeping it off because really what they're doing is not dieting. What they're doing is building and sustaining a lifestyle with better lifestyle habits and choices. Simple as that. And we generally advocate two main methods across our coaching so that we can help that person create that, that, that lifestyle. We typically advocate doing portion moderation or calorie counting. What's the difference? Let me go into it right now. So on the one hand, I need you to understand first that the reason why any sort of diet, whether it's a fad diet, whether it's a lifestyle plan, whatever you want to call it, the reason why anybody ever loses weight is very simple. Why any sort of supplements could ever, could ever work, why any sort of diet could work, it's because it conforms to the one law of fat loss and weight control, which is calories in, calories out, or as you might have heard of it before, a calorie deficit. And being in a calorie deficit means that you're eating less calories consuming than what you're burning in a day. For example, if through your working out and through your say daily regular activity and your regular metabolism you're burning just to give it an arbitrary number 2000 2000 calories per day but you're only consuming 1200 calories that's a steeper number but just bear with me that difference of 800 calories that you need so that you can survive that day well where do you get it from if not from food and the answer is you get it from your body storing of excess calories And how does your body store excess calories? Your body fat. And that's why we lose weight because if our body's like, hey, this guy just freaking ate only 1,200 calories today and and he's been doing that this whole week and we're burning a whole ton of calories because we're working out four days a week, we need some energy. But he's not feeding himself. So what are we going to do? Let's burn that belly fat. Let's burn that chest fat. Let's go ahead and trim down um, his, 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 his body fat percentage. And it's not that the body is thinking that it wants to make you look better. The body doesn't give a damn, you know, how, how, how you look or how confident you feel or don't feel. What the body gives a damn about is survival, surviving. So it's going to burn the body fat. It's just so happens to be that, you know, that's, that's, what, that's the effect we're trying to make. We're trying to see our abs. We're trying to see our glutes pop out. We're trying to see our, for the guys, we're trying to see our chest and our shoulders and our arms uh, pop out as well. And we do that by being in a calorie deficit. But the two ways we build a lifestyle is through portion moderation and calorie counting. Let's talk about portion moderation. Basically, portion moderation is setting up your plate so that half of your plate is veggies, any sort of veggies you want, spinach, arugula, uh, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, carrots, corn, whatever it might be. And that the other half is protein. And then limiting yourself or moderating yourself to a cup measured of carbs two to three times per day. 
Now, what is the pro of this? Because you're getting your intake of more veggies and you're reducing your carbs, you're eating less calories because veggies, one cup of spinach, for example, has seven calories and a cup of rice has about 250. A cup of rice and beans has about 500 calories. Now, that being said, reducing our caloric intake because we're improving our, say, vegetable intake and we're having more vegetables than carbohydrates, then it doesn't mean that carbohydrates are evil and they're bad and the reason why we're fat. No, we got to remember that it's calories in, calories out. That's why somebody loses weight or gains weight and or maintains their weight. But it's just simply that carbs have more calories. So typically we want to say, you know, moderate them. And that's what we're doing with portion moderation. The other half of the plate, protein, chicken, seafood, uh, beef, uh, any sort of say meat or protein. Why is that important? Well, because most of our ladies here, most of our women, most of our men, they're coming here not just to lose weight. They're coming here to lose body fat weight specifically and to gain muscle weight or tone. And what is muscle made out of? Muscle is made out of, well, you guessed it, protein. And that's why it's super important for us to make sure that while we're having our salads, when we're breaking down our muscle and we feel sore, that's our muscle signal from our body saying, hey, I'm trying to build back what you just did to me. I don't know what the hell we did yesterday. I think you were squatting a lot more than usual. And my my quads, my glutes, they're torn apart. I'm trying to build back up so I can help you survive through whatever the hell it is that you're doing. I need protein. Fit me protein. And that's the importance of you having those extra, say, amino acids. The building blocks of protein so that you can rebuild the tissue. And you can build the butt you want. You can build the arms you want. You can build the shoulder you want. And so on. The, those are the and the pro of a portion control method like that is that it's flexible. You can do that at a restaurant. If someone cooks for you or prepares your food for you, then you can do that as well. Just serve yourself. If you're cooking, just simply you know eyeball it. Super duper easy, right? The con is that because we're not measuring, we're not say putting it into my fitness pal, or we're not tracking our calories, we could be overestimating ah overestimating our calories by what say. 20 to 50% if we're being generous. And that's bad for our goals. Why? Because if we want to lose weight, then we got to make sure that we are not overestimating by such a significant margin that we're just maintaining our weight or we're gaining weight. But typically, we're just, gain- we're just maintaining because we're thinking we're reducing our calories, but we're not really. So those are the pros of the cons. That's the main rundown of the portion moderation uh, lifestyle choice A. And we typically teach that to beginners, someone who has never done any sort of calorie counting, someone who is also very busy, and we know that they're most likely not going to be implementing this right away. Or especially when first beginning their nutrition coaching transformation, they need to understand that there's a lot of habits they're trying to put in, which could be waking up earlier, coming to their workouts. And we don't want to overwhelm you. We don't want to say, hey, you got to build 10 new habits because that's going to be overwhelming and you're human. And we have to make room and space for understanding that you're imperfect. And unless you were a David Goggins, which most of us aren't, um, and you had extreme inhumane levels of willpower, then you're not going to be able to go ahead. Well, you would be able to, but it would be a tremendous sacrifice. So we have to ask the client, what are they willing to sacrifice? And if they're not willing to sacrifice that much they'll see results a little slower they will still see them but rationally so reasonably so because they're making a smaller sacrifice as compared to a bigger sacrifice but now let's talk about if you're willing to make more of a bigger sacrifice and you're willing to go ahead and 
make the necessary changes with weighing and counting your food so that you can see even more results. We also use this as a transition period when someone has a really good grasp of portion moderation, they're logging in, they're, they're, they're sending us photos every single day of what they're eating and we're commenting on it and they're doing a good job. And typically once results start to slow down a little bit further or maybe they pl- start to plateau for, for a week or two, well, more two weeks because that's what a plateau would, would actually be, not just one week. Then we transition them into calorie counting. And calorie counting is the following. Um, our eyes are bigger than our stomach. And like I mentioned earlier, we can easily overshoot the calorie content of our meals by 20 to 50%. That's a whole ton. So what do we do? Well, if we want to be see more results, we count, we weigh, we get exact. We don't look at a plate and we say, ah, it's about right. No, we know okay, that's 347 calories, and my calorie deficit number is 1,400. And if I go above that number and I start heading back into the 2000s, I'm just going to maintain my weight. I might get fitter. I might I might get stronger. I might improve my endurance, but I'm not going to go ahead and see the results that I want. I'm not going to lose weight because I'm not going to be in a deficit. So I had 347 at breakfast. I had 672 at lunch, and I had 700 at dinner. Whatever. I'm just throwing numbers out there, right? But as so long as I weighed and measured those things, right? I used the food scale and I tracked it either on a notepad or a food tracking software like my fitness pal or lose it, then you know that you are in a calorie deficit. And if you are in a calorie deficit and you know you are because you're being precise with those numbers, you will see results a whole ton a lot faster. The only thing is, again, is that as effective as it is, it does require more strictness, discipline, and planning. Is it impossible? No. You just have to be honest with your workload, your stress load, and whether or not you're legitimately willing to go ahead and make the sacrifice of weighing your food, of counting your food, to see further results, right? Eventually, we do teach clients to go ahead and go into uh, choice B, well, choice number three for lifestyle choices. And it's called intuitive eating where you've already tracked, you know, foods for a while. And someone, you can look at, say, the banana, you can say, oh, it has about 120 calories. You can go ahead and have a bank of calorie information in your head and you can eyeball better now than before because you know what food typically has as far as its calories. And because you can do that, you no longer really need to weigh. You no longer really need to count things because now you can do the mental math. Now, of course, your mental math is going to be a little imperfect, but not so imperfect where you'll be so far off by overshooting as far as 20 to 50%. You might overshoot as only 5% or 10%, which is actually pretty damn good given the fact that now you have a stellar physique right? You have a wonderful lifestyle and now you're going out and you're having your brunch, you're having your wine, you're having your chocolate, your mojitos, you're having cake, you're having all that fun stuff. You're having a burger, right? And everybody around you is gonna, it can say, how the hell are you eating a burger? Yet you look like that. And you can say, well, because I have a lifestyle, right? And anyways, that being said, um, those are the three main ways that we go ahead and create a lifestyle for someone. We create a calorie deficit, and then we choose whether we do A, portion moderation, B, calorie counting, or C, which is the eventual end goal of intuitive eating. Now, based off of those lifestyle choices, let's go back to Monica. Monica, who I met earlier in my career and who years later, who we still follow on social media and who I saw years later, she was still looking slim. She was still looking healthy. She was still looking toned and athletic and and happy. And how was she able to do that? Because we began with portion moderation. Hey, let's 
Let's not, let's, let's not completely give up carbs. There's no need for that. Let's just moderate it. And let's have some more protein and let's substitute the amount of carbs you normally have with more veggies. Okay, we lost a couple of pounds. We lose our first six. We lose our first 10, whatever. All right, great. Now you want to see even more results because you're looking pretty strong. You're feeling very toned and slim and all those things. Now, what do we do? Now we go ahead and calorie count so that we can get over this plateau and you can still have your favorite foods. You just got to make sure you don't go above your number. All right, great. Now you're lean. Now you're toned. Now you're athletic. Now what do we do? You want to maintain now and you really want to focus on strength and building some more muscle. Let's bring up your calories. Let's bring you up to maintenance. Let's teach you how to do uh, eating at caloric maintenance. And let's slowly get off of the food scale. Let's slowly get off of tracking things. Now let's test your knowledge. Now just go a month, go two months, go three months without you having to touch the food scale. Now what happens? Are you still maintaining your weight loss? Yes. Okay. Are you happy with the way you're eating? Yes. Is it stressful for you? Absolutely not. Okay. So that's why when I sat down with her and she said, I get to, this is the best diet ever. I get to have burgers. Well, yeah, it is the best diet ever because it is no diet, right? That's why we call it the no diet diet. It's the way that you can go ahead and lose your next 20 pounds and keep it off without giving up your favorite foods. Now, of course, this is general advice, right? Consult with a dietitian. Consult with a doctor. Um, I am neither one of those. I am just a nutrition coach, and that's what we do. However, although we can't go into detail, these are general guidelines and pieces of advice so that you can go ahead and lose the way you want to and build the tone you want to without having to create some sort of exceedingly difficult, exceedingly unrealistic, and exceedingly painful fad dietary change that you're only going to last for six weeks or eight weeks or maybe two months three if we're generous right and then you go back up and then you go jump from one trainer to the next one nutrition coach to the next you throw a thousand bucks on supplements you go ahead and get this surgery and because you're not making the proper lifestyle changes you go back up and wait and you got to find another trainer you're burning money you're wasting precious time and you're stressing yourself up to the eyeball to the eyeballs. Why? Because you're choosing to go the way that everyone does, which is fad dieting. But if we want to get the results that everyone does, which is us not maintaining our weight loss after, say, six weeks or three months for the long term, then great, go ahead and do those things. But if you want to go ahead and create a permanent body life transformation, you need a lifestyle. And if you are interested in creating a lifestyle, then this episode was a brief general guideline overview. But next month, I'm going to go deeper into one of the, say, strategies that we use. I'm going to be starting off with portion moderation, the 80-20 rule, say how to go ahead and structure your, your, your meals as far as what time of day, pre-workout, post-workout, intro-workouts, uh, what is supplementation coming, all that. And I'll talk about calorie counting and I'll talk about intuitive eating, but that'll be an episode for next month. And in the meantime, we're going to be discussing um, training principles. We'll also go ahead and discuss um, a testimonial in an interview from one of our Haven Warriors. But as of right now, I think this will be a great note to uh, end off on. And if you do want some more help and you can't wait for next month's help, then what I suggest you do is one of two things. Number one, text me transformation at 908 908- two three zero six two eight one so that i can go ahead and book your free no sweat intro consultation 
That's where we sit down. That's where I go ahead and go over your nutritional obstacles. We create a nutritional lifestyle plan for you. And then we go ahead and fit you with one of our best services, transformation services, so that we can get you to where you want to get to and make sure we keep you there and you don't just slide back up because we give you a permanent, sustainable, and fun solution slash lifestyle. That's route number one. If you're not quite ready to have a conversation with me and coming on to the gym and begin this uh, this coaching for you, uh, this transformation coaching for you, number two, um, I suggest you get a free copy of our No Diet Diet ebook. And that's where we're going to show you in several simple slimming down steps where we go ahead and take our clients and in a short period amount of time, teach them the habits of sustainable body life transformation through nutrition, which you can then adopt yourself and you can do so for free. So if you're interested in that in the somewhere in the description of the podcast, there's going to be a link. Click that. Go ahead and put in your email. Put your first name. Download. You'll get a free copy. I'll send it to you myself. And yeah, 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 yeah. And with that being said, um, I would love to tell you if this is the morning, depending well, depending what time of day it is. If this is the morning or the afternoon for you, you're driving back home, you're listening to this at the end of the day, you're unwinding, you're cooking, doing chores, whatever. I would just like to say good morning and good night, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you for listening.